Welcome back to another edition of What's Next Longevity Deal Talk. We have a great episode in store with some interesting news and guests, including info on an upcoming pitch competition you won't want to miss. But first this. Our sponsor in this episode is Magnolia. Here is CEO and co-founder Liz Terullo. Magnolia is a company that provides family caregivers all the tools they need to support their loved ones as they age in community. As more families navigate the transition of aging in place, we know the process can be complex, overwhelming, and very expensive. Magnolia members have access to aging experts to provide personalized guidance, exclusive discounts on relevant services, and a simple platform to manage finances. If you're in the business of caring for older adults, we'd love to hear from you. Write to us at hello at joinmagnolia.com. We are happy to welcome Magnolia on board as a sponsor. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Mary Furlong. Hi, Mary. Hi, Fred. We hope everyone had a wonderful holiday and holiday this past week. And spring is here in full bloom. In California, we have a super bloom. It is here. And it's time for some startups to blossom, too. In this edition, first up, get ready to pitch. All you need to know about the Social Connect Pitch Competition that will be taking place on June 14th at the What's Next Longevity Venture Summit. The excitement is building, Mary. Yes, this is our 20th year. It will be a great immersive two-day event at the Claremont Hotel in Berkeley, June 14th and 15th. And this pitch competition is on social connection. We are so happy to have the HTech Collaborative from AARP collaborating with us on this. And joining us is Vice President of Startup Programming and Investments, Amelia Hay. Hi, Amelia. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me and talking about this uh, pitch competition that's coming up. We chose to do this pitch competition at the uh, What's Next Longevity Summit because this year is the 20th anniversary of AARP working with Mary Furlong. And it's been a while since we've done a pitch event at the summit. And so we thought it would be a wonderful way to celebrate the 20 year anniversary. 20 years. Wow, Mary. Yes. Also with us is a great startup that has been part of the Age Tech Collaborative, Can Do Tech, and CEO Liz Hamburg. Hi, Liz. Hi, it's great to be here with all of you, and especially with Amelia. I did just graduate from the Age Tech Collaborative uh, incubator and accelerator, and it was an amazing experience. So I'm so excited that others will have the opportunity to pitch. So thank you for joining us on Deal Talk today. Um, pitch competitions are all about inspiring teams of people to share their ideas, their vision, and their companies, and watching these ideas take flight. So Amelia, tell us about the impact these competitions can have. The pitch event, I love pitch events. Everybody wins when they're either in a pitch event or watching a pitch event, and the startups get to show their their solutions and the audience gets to learn about innovation going on in, in the tech world, specifically around age tech, if that's the theme. For the themes, what's great about it is we can hone in on an area where we feel like there's a gap, um, whether it be in, you know, in market or with our portfolio at the age tech collaborative. And we're constantly looking for age tech solutions that will make aging easier for everybody. 
Um, so there, you know, pitch events really pull together um, wonderful startups, and we're we're so excited to hear about the the ones that have this solution in mind. So the deadline is coming up soon, April twenty eighth, to apply for the social connection pitch competition at the Longevity Summit. Amelia and Mary, tell us more about the focus of this competition and the types of companies that, that you're looking for here. Right. So as I alluded to, you know, the themed pitch events allow us to look at um, areas where we might find gaps. And social isolation is one of uh, the things that AARP is most interested in, because we know through our research that it, it has a very big impact on uh, mental health and physical health. In fact, it's as if you were smoking 15 cigarettes a day if you're really feeling socially isolated. And we also know that, yeah, old, older people are actually looking for um, tech solutions and, and, and what's out there in tech advancement. And so we want to kind of, we're looking for solutions that can blend this high touch of social engagement with high tech and keep these people engaged as they get older. And, and hopefully we'll be seeing these solutions in this specific pitch event. Well, you know, it's a cause that I've cared about throughout my whole career from the start of SeniorNet almost 30 years ago. And I've watched the work that ARP has done with community connections. But there's also a correlation between chronic disease management, which boomers in their 70s have multiple chronic conditions, and their ability to go out and engage. And so it could be solutions related to transportation or hearing, there's a broad way that you can innovate around loneliness. It could be meal delivery, it could be rides. And so we encourage people to think broadly and we're looking primarily in the US and there are other criteria as well, I think. Yeah, let's hear more about the eligibility requirements, Amelia. Yeah, so it has to be around themes, social connection, social engagement. Um, we're looking for early stage startups so that we've kind of, given the parameters of you less than a million dollars in revenue annually um, have if you've raised less than 15 million in funding you must be primarily based in the US to to enter this competition because there is a prize of ten thousand dollars to the winner um, and we prefer that the product is in market so the selected finalists will receive a complimentary ticket to attend the longevity venture summit Beyond that, the winner will be eligible, as you said, for a $10,000 cash prize and startups selected to pitch may be invited to join the Age Tech Collaborative Accelerator Program, a very, very big deal. As we mentioned, one of the great companies that's been part of the Age Tech Collaborative is Can Do Tech. Liz, tell our audience more about what you do. Yeah, so I am a proud graduate of the of the collaborative accelerator. They were amazing. And at Kendu Tech, we provide tech support and training specifically designed for older adults. So all of the things we were just talking about using technology for social connectivity is amazing. But we've seen the data show and ARP's own data. They actually just did an annual technology survey and they found right, Amelia, that more than half of older adults um, indicated that they needed more digital education. One in three actually showed that they lack that confidence when using technology. And so that's what Can Do Tech is all about. We're all about empowering older adults to use their technology to help them access everything from healthcare, which is absolutely critical to decreasing social isolation, accessing food, 
accessing transportation. And we do that through a combination of remote one-on-one -on -one training and support, group lessons, which are really fun and a great uh, interactive and, and social connectivity event. And then for those that want to self-drive through, we also offer on-demand content. Those are how-to guides and videos for people to just have those quick reminders and check-ins on how to use their technology. So Liz, I was so excited when I heard about Can Do Technology, uh, which I followed for a while, but the enthusiasm of the Thrive board members who are CIOs inside senior living communities talking about yes. the need. And sometimes people say, oh, older adults don't really need to have this continuing learning, but the technology always changes. And so you always need to understand the next thing and you have the time to learn it. So the time is right for your product in the market. Absolutely. And yeah, so Mary, I know you. we have some folks in common from senior living communities. We're working with some of the largest communities across the country. And what we have found was technology and tech support has gone from kind of a nice to have, yeah, maybe we'll add it. And now, you know, residents and families are frankly demanding it. I mean, the average resident is coming into senior living with five to seven devices. And so, you know, those in-house IT teams just can't support. So we're partnering with a lot of groups, I think um, Provenet, Carl is on your is on the Thrive board, and so we're partnering with Provenet and with others where they're doing the IT support for the staff and the communities and the infrastructure, but we're providing support and more importantly, education. And I really want to emphasize that because you know there's a lot of folks that are like, oh, we've got an IT guy, or you know, everyone's got the tech guy, right? And we've really gone beyond that to do the training and to do everything from helping to set up accessibility. So if someone needs hearing aids connected or someone needs that, you know, they have poor vision and they need to have screen adjusted, that's where our tech concierges have really been trained. So we're working with senior living, we're working with social service agencies, and now we're starting to work in very exciting new area in healthcare. So working with health plans as well as with health systems. And there is some really big news when it comes to all of that. Uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has issued a final rule that would increase oversight of Medicare Advantage plans. And some of the things we should know about that are really relevant here. Tell us about it. Absolutely. So newsflash, I think, Mary, when you and I last spoke, it was uh, CMS had a proposed rule. And so they've gone from proposed as of last week. It's now a requirement in the new 2024 regulations, which will require Medicare Advantage plans to develop and maintain procedures to identify and offer digital health education to enrollees with low digital health literacy. And this is really, really, I'm so excited about it. I mean, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid CMS has really prioritized um, health equity, and that's really fantastic. And so part of health equity, digital health equity, they've realized is around making sure that people are digitally literate. So I'm very, very happy to say that they've made a commitment to this. And we are actively working with Medicare Advantage plans to make sure that they can begin to comply. Yes. When I heard that news from you last week, I said, wow, this is really important because, you know, value creation turns on demographics, technology and the regulatory environment. When the regulatory environment can provide wind behind an entrepreneur's uh, initiative, that's a great thing. And it's going to affect so many more people. I think there are something like 7,000 plans in the US 
And you're going to Absolutely. be speaking at the Medicarians conference. I'm going to be speaking at Medicarians. If anyone is going, it will be a few weeks in Vegas. And I'm going to be talking about the work that we've been doing and the impact that we've been having. So we've been, Kandu Tech has been doing this support and training for several years now. We really started right before the pandemic. And during the pandemic, we, we switched over to remote support and training only. And I'm happy to say that we've had a pretty significant impact. So we survey um, at the beginning of, of all of our uh, all of our clients' use of technology of Kandu Tech. And then we survey six months out. And our latest impact survey has shown that almost 70% of our users feel more confident using technology after a Kandu Tech session. And 60% have actually accessed telehealth or researched a medical condition. So we are really moving the needle on that confidence and digital literacy. Well, that is uh, great information, Liz. And uh, if these uh, Medicare Advantage plans want to find a partner to help them out here, your answer is can do, right? Can do tech. We like to say you can do it and we can help. And so they can find us at candotech.com. It's with two O's, C-A-N-D-O-O, tech.com. And they can also email partners at candotech.com or give us a call at 646-758-6606, and we can work with the plans. We also are working with senior living communities and would love to help. And we, we also do work directly with uh, consumers and families as well. Terrific. And we know AARP has uh, been a huge advocate in this space as well. Turning back to the social connection pitch competition with the April 28th deadline coming up, Amelia, how can startups enter? So they just need to go to the htechcollaborative.org website under events, and they can scroll down to the social connection tile and apply there. It's a very simple application. It doesn't take too long, and um, and then we will review them all. And Amelia, these pitch competitions can be so vital. And you see with your alumni group how they can help inform other entrepreneurs, just like Liz sharing this news today. Um, tell us about the competition that was held at Vive. Yeah, so we were in Nashville at the Vive conference, and we had a Making Aging Easier pitch event, which was a broad digital health uh, themed event. And we had 90 applicants apply. So uh, it was the highest I've ever seen and really strong candidates. Um, and the selection, we chose seven to pitch and they were all really wonderful high-tech solutions, which I think we're seeing more and more um, high-tech solutions. And uh, it was a wonderful pitch event. And the, 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 the winner co-pilot was, uh, had an excellent pitch, very strong, simple. We want to congratulate uh, David Koritz, the founder of Copilot IQ, the winner of that competition. And Amelia, we want to thank you and your team and the Age Tech Collaborative for all the great work that you're doing. Um, it's very exciting. And Liz, thank you too. Thank you all. I hope to see many of you at Medicarians, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share this, this news. I'd love to have you at the Venture Summit as well, because um, you'll have learned so much there. Maybe you could come out and join us in June. I'm happy to be there. And I will just say personally, Mary, you know, your conference, the Boomer Conference, was the first conference that I went to before I even started Can Do. I didn't even have business cards or a company name. I just went to explore the market and it was really just so helpful for me to get an overview. I met so many people that I'm still in touch with. So 
uh, I have a, a place in my heart for you and all the work that you're doing, and I would love to be there. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's this, I say that, you know, half of this is what we learn every day in the industry. The other half is what we learn from all the people that are learning all around us. And that's the magic that happens. And I think the HTech Collaborative has been, now that's the connective part that makes this all so easy to access and to find. And so uh, great news this morning, Fred, from this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, social connections. Again, the deadline to enter is April 28th for the social connection pitch competition. Agetechcollaborative.org slash events is where to go to enter. Mary, we have more news to get to. A deal bringing a smart cane to Best Buy. Joining us is the CEO and founder of CAN, C-A-N, Ahmad Al-Ghazi. Hi, Ahmad. Hi. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. I've been following this company for a while. So I'm thrilled to hear that you have a great deal to tell us about. Um, tell us about the cane and bringing it to Best Buy. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me uh, um, and, and your podcast. Um, and it's a very exciting news uh, indeed. Um, at CAN, our mission is to advance human mobility and help people stay independent longer and make the caring process, if needed, more efficient. Um, and, and this is an area that uh, we believe needs a lot of innovation to, to happen. And one of the leaders uh, uh, innovating in that space is BISPY, uh, in particular when they acquired Great Call a few years ago, and now rebranded it to Lively. So they are uh, very advanced in thinking how we can help the active aging or enable active aging and help this category of users. And I, I remember a long time ago, they actually, when we were stealth, they reached out to one of our advisors who had his uh, company on uh, his LinkedIn. And, uh, and I think they were actively looking at innovations in the space. And that uh, kind of the relationship, how it got ignited. And um, when we were both ready, we worked uh, throughout how we can take such a, a new category product to users. And that was very important to us because we wanted to reinvent this, how the experience of even how you buy these products. So you go to Best Buy, which is um, a consumer electronics that usually when you go there, you buy products that you're very excited about when you take home. Uh, and and that's, uh, that's how we, we, we started talking and, and we discovered it's, it's a great opportunity for both of us to bring such a new category product uh, to to market and change the way how even the experience how people uh, use it and buy it and then the experience of when they received it and and how they opened the box and 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 the whole experience is really uh, magical. And the process of getting into the store, I mean, did you have to reach out to them and they already knew you because of LinkedIn or what happened here? Yeah, so, 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 so uh, the way how we are um, now doing it, we're starting with them online, uh, that you can order it to any store nearby you. Um, and, and that way, wherever you are, you can now 
get that product to you shipped to a closed store next to you or some people they want it to be shipped at, to, to their own uh, home um, but the the, the 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 process took some time uh, Best Buy they have like a whole list of kind of very specific regulations and things you need to do uh, to system integrations with them and and a whole process it took us uh, uh, quite some time to set up everything, uh, to set everything up, prepare for our proper launch, um, and uh, and do the joint PR. But it's uh, it's it's such an exciting opportunity, and I urge any company um, to be uh, in Best Buy. It is a process, though, right? So there's a great a, quote from the category lead at Best Buy. She said, the can-go transforms the way we look at mobility aids. It's a cool product packed with the smartest functions and maximum safety. So step us through a little more about the user experience here. What can this do? Yeah. So um, so to give you a, a, a brief background about uh, the product called can-go, and from the name of the product, um, we want people to be more active, more mobile, and safer as they do that. So I like to say Kango is the world's coolest, safest, and smartest walking cane. Depending on why you need a cane, it unlocks different care programs to you and to your specific needs. Um, so, so, so the device itself has a lot of the way how we thought about it, it's a three-layer solution. So imagine, so we, we looked at the, the product itself and we thought how we can bring a cane that has been around since the caveman to the 21st century and add all the safety features that people need. Um, so based on our scientific research, we added a lot of sensors that tracks different biomarkers that has a huge impact in healthcare outcomes, like for risk, chronic condition management uh, for mobility-related chronic conditions and, or, or even acute uh, recovery conditions. But I'll focus this time on the, um, on the fall prevention aging um, uh, area. So it's a three-layer solution. The first thing, the device. So we how to make it the coolest and safest. The coolest to remove the stigma of using mobility devices and improve adoption and compliance, which has a huge impact in healthcare outcomes. And the second uh, aspect to safe is how we can bring, make this device the safest uh, walking cane possible. So we added anything from a two-way voice calling uh, to, to enable emergency contacts, to, um, uh, to adding GPS, to adding flashlight, to even help you uh, track your activities. Not only that, it gets safer over time. So now you can uh, add family members, they get uh, text reports, um, like your dad was active between 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. And all these are optional. The user decides who to share these reports with. Um, and it gets safer and safer every day. So we are releasing now a fall detection uh, algorithm and everything happens over there. The same way how you, in your Tesla, you download the software and, and your, 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 uh, your Tesla gets better at self-driving. We do the same thing. It gets safer as you download, as, as we, uh, we ship to these products 
uh, software that the user doesn't need to do anything. It's all over their updates. So it, it gets, as we collect more data, we create new data products, safety products, we ship it to uh, everyone um, uh, who are using it already and it gets safer over time. So this is the product itself. And then on top of that, we do gate, continuous gate monitoring and we want to quantify people's mobility. And quantifying people's mobility is extremely important, especially for people with mobility challenges and um, uh, people who are worried about falling. Uh, the reason is currently a way how you quantify mobility, you go to a doctor office and do six minute walk test or 10 meter walk test. Um, the challenge here is you only do it once or twice a year. Now we can do that in a continuous passive way. And, and, and the third layer uh, is the care programs. We unlock different care program, programs depending on why you need it. Let's say you are worried about falling. Uh, we offer you full prevention programs and exercises like Tai Chi, balancing exercises and so on. So it becomes a vertically integrated solution that allow you to improve your balance and stability. It helps you quantify these improvements and it's help you stay safe and mobile as you, you are walking uh, with the device. How much does it cost and might there be reimbursements for the product? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very affordable. It's currently at $399. Well, you have a great background with engineering degrees from Santa Clara University, and you've been part of Stanford's Ignite program. Was there a particular motivation that you had for developing a smart cane? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and actually, I was in the space way, like, long, long time ago, um, about 15 years ago or more. Um, I had a personal experience with my grandmother. Uh, I used to be very close to her as she was aging. And I saw her falling one, one day and the doctor recommended a cane and then she started using a cane, then a walker, then a wheelchair. And I noticed how, as her mobility got limited, her, she started losing independence. Um, and, and as she moved from a cane to a walker and from a walker to a wheelchair, that was very, and uh, that was very limiting uh, to her. Um, so I, a uh, long time ago, I built like a, a robotic device to help her to stand, sit and walk. Uh, it's like a walker, you put your armpits in it, you press a button that lifts you and then you stand on it and start driving it. And it was a great um, robotic device uh, to help people stay kind of independent. Uh, but when I was doing the Stanford Ignite, I discovered there was even a bigger challenge and opportunity. There is every day in America, there is more than 10,000 Americans turning into seniors. And birth rates are going down and we have like a huge crisis with caregiving. So we don't want to end up with a lot of seniors and no one to take care of them. And technology could help by doing two things. One, help people stay independent longer. And two, make the caring process more efficient. So if instead of one human is taking care of another human, one human could take care of 10, 100, 1,000 humans. And mobility is usually the key challenge that hinders people independence. Usually, this is what makes people lose independence. When you have mobility issues, you start using a cane, then a walker, then a wheelchair, and your care needs expand exponentially from moving to a cane to a walker and from a walker to a wheelchair. So we started looking at the whole industry 
I've discovered it's very under-innovated since the caveman until today. The cane has been almost the same. And the walker, the biggest innovation happened to it is a tennis balls or tennis balls attached to the bottom of it, you know? So uh, we started asking people why you use it. And we discovered there are three main categories of users. Either you are a senior who have uh, balancing problems and worried about falling. I discovered like falling by itself is a $50 billion problem, which is a huge problem. And it keeps growing as people getting older. So this problem, we thought like, I think we have a shot at, at tackling uh, uh, this problem. Um, and, and like either you are worried about falling or you have a chronic condition like um, MS or osteoarthritis or which is OA as big as diabetes, almost as big as diabetes in the US, um, or recovering after a total hip or knee replacement or a back surgery or injury. Um, uh, so, so each of these groups has its own challenges. And so the, 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 the people who are worried about falling is a huge $50 billion insurance problem. People, and once you fall, like your quality of life degrades significantly after that. And people with chronic conditions related to their mobility, once you have the problem is you don't know how to quantify your condition. Unlike if you have diabetes, you can quantify it using glucose monitors and continuous glucose monitors. But if you have OA, you're left behind. You don't know how to quantify or manage your chronic condition. Um, and, then, and then the third group who has like recovery, the biggest challenge they face is once they leave the hospital after a surgery, it's a black box. People don't know how to how is the recovery process happening at home? Well, thank you so much, uh, Ahmad. Where can people go for more information? They can go to uh, can.co, C-A-N.co, uh, to our website. Um, and, and if they need anything, please send us an email at hi at can.co. Uh, okay. We're happy to answer any questions. If you need to... Uh, if you would like to buy it with a discount code, please reach out to. Uh, would love to have your audience uh, experience the magical Can Go Smart King. Well, thank you again to Ahmad, Amelia, and Liz for joining us on the podcast. Thank you also to our sponsor for this episode, Magnolia. Arrive at home with expert support. Find more at joinmagnolia.com. Thank all of you for tuning in, tell your friends, and you can always find us and the What's Next Living Longer Better Smarter podcast too at maryfurlong.com slash podcast.